everybody, and welcome to the Little Oracles Podcast, an oracle for the everyday creative. I'm Allison Arth. Hey, welcome back. So today we're doing something a little different. It's a mini-sode, a little shorty, and it's about books. I catalog everything I read over on Instagram at Little Oracles, and I thought it would be nice to bring those micro-reviews over to the podcast. One, because I love talking about books with all of you, and two, because Instagram is a cop. And it severely limits character counts, so I can't really dig in very deeply over there when I list all the books that I read every month, and I figured we could do that over here. So I'm going to reflect on just a few books. Like I said, these are mini-sodes. These are little bite-sized pieces, and if any of them sound cool or interesting to you, then I invite you to check them out. And if you think I'm completely offsides about what I think about any of them, then let me know. We have a burgeoning little discord for folks who want to talk about the ABC or what they're reading or watching or making or listening to, any kind of creative thing that they're doing. And if you want to join, come on over. All you got to do is follow at Little Oracles on Instagram and shoot me a DM to say that you want to join the Discord and I'll send you a link. So without uh, further cartwheels and candy apples, as no one has ever said before, let's get into this little mini-sode. I'm going to share some thoughts about two books today. One's Company by Ashley Hudson, which was the core book for January's book club, and The Hurting Kind by Ada Limon. So let's start with One's Company by Ashley Hudson. That was my first read of the year, and I've really been going back and forth about it in the sense that I don't know if I liked it. I mean, I liked it. I loved the premise and what it explores on a deep level, post-traumatic response, feelings of isolation, dissociation, um, loneliness, the striving for human connection, parasocial relationships. And I also really loved the wrapping paper too. And just to recap, this is a book about a woman who wins the lottery and builds a replica of the world of Three's Company, like the 70s sitcom Three's Company, or so we think. So there's so much unreliability in this book that I'm still left wondering what happened plot-wise and what was our main character's imagination. And really, don't get me wrong here, I love a good unreliable narrator. I think they can really open the veritable can of worms on the human condition or the equally veritable can of whoop-ass on our, and by our, I mean the reader's expectations of what a novel is or a story can be. So I think they're great. They can be amazingly effective and affecting. Some that come to mind for me are the unnamed narrator of Death in Her Hands by Otessa Moshfeg, Mary Cat Blackwood from We Have Always Lived in the Castle by Shirley Jackson, Ignatius J. Riley from A Confederacy of Dunces by John Kennedy Toole, and, you know, Humbert Humbert from Lolita by Vladimir Nabokov. I do love a good storyteller that I can't trust, but Ashley Hudson, as the author, casts so much doubt on our main character, Bonnie, that I'm honestly confused. I'm wondering, you know, what's veneer? What's meta narrative? What's going on? Like, for real. And my friend Sean made some incredibly astute comments about this book over on the Discord. He said, What if the only person who could ever make her feel at peace and content and loved? 
was a fictitious one. So that got me thinking, maybe that's the whole point of this novel. It's a portrait of a person who's so fed up with society that she's ready to just throw it all away, like completely, and live in a world of her own making. And, you know, Shades of the Vegetarian by Han Kang here, which I broke down back in episode two about those mountaintop reads for me of 2022. So if you're interested in that, maybe go listen to that episode. But really, like Back to One's Company, this book remains a head scratcher for me. And I keep thinking about it. So for me, all signs point to a reread, if for no other reason than that would make me more equipped to talk cogently about it with my friend Sean, or maybe one of you all someday, if you want to join the Discord and hang out. But that's my armchair review of One's Company, and I would love to know if any of you read it. I would love to know what you thought about it, too, because really, this one has got me thinking a lot. So next up is The Hurting Kind by Ada Limon. It's her latest poetry collection, and oh. Heavens to Betsy, what a collection. I have waxed like a true stan about Hada Limon before, and I'm here to do it again. And FYI, she's the current poet laureate of the United States, which I think is pretty radical. So The Hurting Kind is split into sections. It's delineated by the seasons, and it does concern itself lightly with the natural world, or I shouldn't say lightly, it does concern itself with the natural world and seasonal phenomena. It isn't, you know, a catalog of seasonality in the basic sense. It's not a farmer's almanac. The observations of the natural are more like gateways to the seasons of being human. And let me tell you, Ada Limon is an absolute sledgehammer when it comes to tying nature nature to human nature. She brings this cosmic gravitas to the mundane, the everyday, the things that you can observe from your front porch or your favorite park bench. And she threads those things together with these deep and resounding moments of emotion. And while her expressions of those emotions are abundantly clear and pictorial and precisely rendered in language, she doesn't write poems that are concerned with clarity necessarily. She doesn't ever lead the reader into perfect resolution or solutions. And her poems can be, you know, messy and sad and unresolved and I mean, just, wow, I love everything she does. And like I said, I stan. So maybe I can't be trusted to talk about Ada Limon anymore. But if you want to read more poetry this year, just give yourself the gift that is Ada Limon's work. This would be a great place to start, but she has a bunch of other collections that are equally moving and meaningful. So just go seek her out and Google her. You can find poems by her on the internet. You can find great interviews with her on the New Yorker Poetry Podcast or interviews with other poets who talk about her. So maybe consider those too, because like I said, it's possible I can't be trusted. Speaking of untrustworthy narrators, right? And that's it for this little baby mini-sode. I've got more big book energy minis on the make, but until then, thanks so much for listening. 
Don't forget to subscribe wherever you get podcasts so you don't miss an episode. And if you're interested in more creative content and books and good times, then head on over to the blog at littleoracles.com and follow along on Instagram at littleoracles. And as always, take care, keep creating, and stay divine.